for all of you that don't know me, my name is Chris Ramatar. And for those of you that do know me, here's my story in a nutshell. I was born in Guyana, South America, and life was tough for me and my family. We were very poor, and we couldn't afford a lot of basic stuff, such as I had one pair of shoes for school. I walked bare feet until I was a teenager, as well as we didn't have an in-house toilet. We had an outhouse. We, sometimes we didn't even have electricity. We had to use a kerosene lamp to study at night. We had to ration water. We drank rainwater. We used it to cook as well. And sometimes we had to go fetch water from quite a ways in containers and fill up our big container at home. We did not have a fridge or a TV. We were renters and we did not own our own home. Four of us lived in a four to five hundred square feet apartment in the basement of someone's home. And we did not have any in-house toilet. We did not have a TV. We had an outhouse for a toilet. And toilet paper was a scarcity. Both of my parents came from very poor families. My dad and mom died when he was four years old. And he lived with relatives and his cousins and uncles. He didn't go to school. He was taught to read by one of his boss who mentored him. He started working at a very young age, from what the story goes, at 12 years old. He drank and he smoked as well. He loved to drive. He loved to be hands-on with a lot of stuff. And he drove for a living. That was his livelihood. He was a taxi driver. He was a truck driver. Hence, I love to travel. I love to drive. Maybe that's where I get some of that from. My mom now, she lived in a very small village, way up in the country, and work alongside her brothers in the rice field and they catch fish for a living. She lived in a home that was built with clay, zinc, and mud, and she had no formal education. But they were very loving, kind, hardworking people, and they instilled that in us. And maybe today, that's who I've become. I'm honest, I'm hardworking, and I'm driven because I don't want to go back to a life where my parents went through a lot of hardship, myself, all the struggles I've gone through in life. I don't want to go there again. It made me what I am today. All the mold and all the hard work and love and nurturing and all the struggles we've gone through. It made me this person today. And I'm very grateful for that. Without the struggles and what I went through and their lives, I would not be where I am today. I would not be so driven. In 1983, my dad came to Canada and we didn't see him for like four years. When I was 17 years old, my family and I moved to Toronto, Canada. It was a huge adjustment for us and I had to work part-time in a factory. While I was going to high school, I did all sorts of odds and end jobs, including cleaning offices and toilets. At 17 years old, I was put in grade 9. Yep, that was kind of a shocker. <laughs> Went to college and uh, did two years of law enforcement. Did not graduate, did not finish high school either. I went to college as a mature student, and then I went back to high school and finished my grade 12. Then I went back to college and I finished my college education. I got my diploma, but I never quit on anything that I started. I always finished what I started and perseverance. I may be slower than usual, but everything I've done in my life has seemed to be the reverse of many of you guys out there or many people. Some of you may be in a similar boat as I am or have similar experiences. I worked as a security officer um, and uh, in factories. I drove a truck. In 1999, I got married. 
started working at FedEx. And I did it until up until 2003. And then in 2001, my oldest daughter was born. I did two jobs working at FedEx during the day, delivering the Globe and Mail newspaper in Oshawa, Ontario for six days a week. I slept three to four hours a night during those two years. In 2003, my ex-current wife at that point in time, we started a trucking business, but it didn't work out. And we had to shut it down. In 2005, we had a driver who quit on us, truck crash. So within a couple of months, we owe over $126,000 in collections and struggled to make ends meet. Between 2003 to 2005, this happened. I must say, when we moved to Windsor, we bought a house in 2003, thinking that we would be in Windsor for the most part because of the trucking company I worked for. It was Thompson Emergency Freight in Windsor, Ontario. And it was quite the opposite. So in 2005, my daughter was scheduled to go to school, SK. So we decided, you know what, enough of the long haul. I need to find a local job in Windsor, Ontario. So I used to travel between 2005 in the summertime. I used to travel back and forth every weekends. I would work during the week in Toronto and weekends I come home. And then Monday morning, early 3 o'clock in the morning, I drive to Toronto. I work there on Friday around 3 p.m. I come back home to Lakeshore. So I would just want to say a big thank you to the Suit family, Ashuk Suit Champion Products, for hiring me as a truck driver in 2005 September. Without them, we probably wouldn't be where I am today. They opened doors for myself, my brothers, our family. My second daughter was born in November 2005. In October 2007, my dad passed away from lung cancer. And 14 months later on Christmas Eve, just 12 minutes to midnight, my mom passed away from a blood infection that one thing led to another. It was a difficult time for me and my family. Four months later, I lost my job as a driver. And a month later, my ex left me and said, I'm not happy. She moved out while I took care of our two daughters in our matrimonial home. I'm like, oh my God, what the heck is happening? Why me? Many nights as I watched my two daughters go to sleep, I would cry. And uh, I cry because I was upset. I was sad. It was during those period of time I said to myself, if I fail, I fail my two daughters. These two girls depend on me. The next five months, I chose to focus on myself for the first time. I had time on my hand. I learned how to cook. I learned my daughter how to ride a bicycle. I must say my ex did pay all the bills. For the mortgages, all bills related to the house. And I must say a big thank you goes out to her. I applied to many jobs, but I was very selective as to where I would work. In September 2009, I got an amazing job as a campus police officer at a local university, University of Windsor. It was a dream opportunity for me and my family with great benefits, including free tuition for my whole family, as well as a pension and benefits. Shortly after, I was offered a job as a Toronto police officer because I was going through this boat process at the same time. At that point in time, I declined. I chose to stay in Windsor simply because my brother had moved from Toronto to here. My kids had grown up here. The university career allowed me to spend more time with my family. I have a very great support system here and love from my friends and brothers and my family. The cost of living here in Windsor, Essex County was cheaper and it was safer to raise and I didn't have to go and deal with all the rat race and the hustle and bustle in the big city. In May 2010, me and my two daughters moved in with my 
brothers, we sold our matrimonial home, which had a lien on it. I used the proceed to pay off my collection and debts and borrow some money from my ex-in-law to settle all my outstanding debts. My credit score at that point in time was 491, yes. But I got a Capital One credit card. I started using it responsibly, paying it off as soon as I received my statement. I also bought a car. I started paying my car loan, even though the interest rate was 30%. Hi, yes, correct, you heard right. Free 0% interest rate. I had to make these sacrifices to get ahead in life. Worked and saved enough money to buy a home. I worked, 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 and I saved. I transferred all my savings and all my Lira, my RSP2, BMO. And uh, in April of 2011, I went to BMO and I spoke with Jeff Gordon. And Jeff, at first, he said, no, man, we can't help you. And then he called me back short and I kept bugging him. He's like, you know what, let me see what I could do for you. And then I remember him <clears throat> calling me and he said, hey, man, guess what? You can go house shopping. You got pre-approved for $216,000. And then he sent me an email. I was ecstatic. I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, I'm going to go buy a home now. Wow. In May, I bought a town home in East Windsor for $197,000. It was a three-bedroom, three-bathroom home. And exactly what I wanted. Perfect start at home to start a new chapter with me and my two daughters. We closed on August 29. And I remember sitting on the floor and we eating pizza and we had cardboard boxes sitting on it. And the house was empty. I'm like, okay, now what? And But I had, I had most of my stuff from my previous home, which we had kept by my brother in storage. And then, voila, life began as a new homeowner. After that, it was tough. I didn't realize all the expenses that came along with owning a home. I was living in red overdraft. My brothers and other family members, including my ex-family, helped us buy groceries, school supplies for my daughters. My ex helped out at the odd times and paid us a small amount of child support. Every penny matters at that point in time. My two daughters and I lived there until I met now my wife, Melly. We got married in 2016. And uh, we sold our town home and we moved to Lakeshore, close to my brother, um, into a single detached home. Our little princess came along, Zara, and it was a blessing. Um, and uh, life has never been the same since with her in our life. Excitement, something to look forward to. Fast forward to how I became a realtor. I never thought I would become a real estate agent. In fact, it wasn't even on my radar. I love watching at homes. I love dreaming. But I never thought I would be the person that opened a door for my clients. I would be the agent that helped a lot of families. Um, so I went to the gym one day. I was talking to Corey. And uh, we're talking. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to get my real estate license. I'm like, hey, that's a great idea. I said, you know what? Maybe I'll do it too. So I said, I'm going to go home and sign up. He's like, yeah, me too. So I went home and I signed up. That was I believe 2016 and on April 1st, 2017 at the young age of 47, I got my real estate license. Remember, I wasn't born in Canada. I moved to Windsor in 2005. I knew no one here. I had an accent. I'm a brown guy. I'm an introvert. Trying to please everyone every time. But what I learned during this whole process of growing up and all the challenges and obstacles I've overcome, one big challenges and changes happen in your life you learn to adapt to grow and become tough and i believe this guy that was reborn was a different chris Romatar.
since then have helped over 100 families buy or sell their home or condo while still working as a full-time special constable at the University of Windsor. At first, I just wanted to try and see how it went in real estate, hoping to make a little bit of extra money comfortably to make our life easier to get out of the red. But the first two years were tough. I didn't know how much I had to learn about the industry. But I learned as I went along. I received no formal training. It was every man for themselves. I remember writing my first offer and having no one to double check it around 10 p.m. in the night with multiples offer. My first client was from out of town and ended up buying a home with me without even seeing it in person. But from that first home, I knew my heart was in the right place because it was never about the money. Was doing what's right for them, was doing what's right for my client to be honest and give candid advice. And I always said to everyone I meet, I'm only gonna have you buy a home that I could see myself and my family living in. And meaning that it's in a safe neighborhood, we could go to sleep, I don't have to worry about anything. It's a solid home. And when the times come down the road, I want to resell it, you will not be at a loss. Obviously, I can't predict the economy if something drastic or dramatically happen. Ultimately, you make the choice. But my goal is to give you value, to educate you, and always treat your decision or your potential prop like it's going to be me buying it and living there. And that's what I've built my foundation on. Honesty, integrity, and always putting myself in your shoes. And I think it's... It has done me well, and I will continue to be the same person. It will never be about the money. It will always going to be what's right for you. I didn't know what a CRM was, what to say to anyone, how to respond to them, to do any lead generation or any videos, etc. I learned through trial and error. There were a couple of agents that helped me, but they were busy with their own clients. Despite the challenges, I became obsessed with learning and improving. Well, what has really worked for me in real estate is my weekly email marketing with local and relevant content, my market update video that I post across all social media platforms, and my constant desire to learn and improve. My biggest platform that I learn a lot from is YouTube University. YouTube videos, listen to a lot of podcasts, consume content from real estate experts like Ricky Carruth, known for his weekly market update email, the Whistle Group, Dan Beer, Veronica Figueroa, Facebook groups such as LabCode Agents, and now I'm following John Chaplack, and I inhale his free courses and paid content that I afford. I follow the broke agent, Tom Ferry, Jason Pantana, their ecosystem, including some agents I have now partnered with a real booker. I rarely watch TV and focus most of my energy on learning and implementing what I learn. Over the years, my hard work has paid off. In my first year, I helped eight families. In my second year, I helped five families. And in my third year, I helped 19 families. My fourth year, I helped 30-something families. And in my fifth year, I helped 23 families, including our own personal flipped. If I could do this, you can too. You gotta have a desire to succeed. You have to be committed, you have to be driven. You have to be consistent and you have to be willing to put in the time and learn. I could show you everything I've done and I'm doing. Ultimately, you have to implement it. But if you're patient 
and you do exactly what I tell you, you could make six figure easily. I've always dreamed of being a police officer and work at FedEx for many years. In real estate, I found my calling and my passion is to help people. I use my weekly email market updates with local and relevant content and post in the same video on all social media platform. I also do a local business spotlight when I can and I use professional services to showcase my client's home because I don't cut corners. You're selling your biggest asset. You want to make sure the agent represents you well and they have some skin in the game and invest their money and time even before your home hit the market. And that's where I know I'm different from any agents. I will invest my time and money in your asset. And at the end of the day, if you're not happy with my services, you tell me that and I will gladly release you from any contractual obligations or any commitment from me. As an agent, I believe the relationship is just the beginning whenever the buyers sell a home with you, any of my clients, because you want to have that bond with them. You want to be their resources. You want to become their friends. And on birthdays, on anniversary, on whenever there's a holiday, I try to reach out when I can and give something of value and let them know, hey, thank you. We appreciate you. This has helped me really well. This has done very well for me. And I would highly recommend that you as an agent do that. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that Canada has given me. And through all my struggles and journey and trial and tribulations, the person that you see here today was not always the same person. Over time, we have evolved. Yes, have changed. And I've changed for the better. I'm happily remarried. We have an amazing family. We have an amazing support system with my brothers, my ex-in-law, my family, my wife family, my ex. So life is good. And I know sometimes things happen in your life or people's lives. And at that point in time, it seemed like it's the worst. But when you look back years later, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Some things I could change. Two things I wish I could change for sure is having my mom and dad here with us. That would be the ultimate goal to see and have them and to embrace and hug and tell them I love them. I can't change that. But if you take all the negative things that happen and put it in perspective, I still feel blessed every day. There are days where I feel I have battles and the battles start in my head and I feel like I'm not good enough and I don't have what it takes. But I always look back from where I was back in 2009, 10, 11. I was at a dark place. I was the lowest point in my life. And today looking back, I'm in a good spot. Am I where I want to be? 75% yes. But I'm still writing my book. I'm still writing that chapter. And I will keep writing that chapter every day until it gets me to where I want to go. The chapter is not over yet. Our life is like a book. Every day is a chapter. It's a page in your book. And I'll keep writing it. Some days you don't want to write. And some days you feel happy. So I hope you get some value from my story. You get to know me as a person better. And uh, I just want to say if you haven't watched this, thank you for watching. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at any point in time. Uh, 
I like to answer any questions you have regarding my life or any business, anything whatsoever. Let me know. All right. As usual, thank you so much. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome week. Have an awesome year. Take care.